Hey, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Queen Conversations podcast. It's your host, me, Teddy Renee, and I know it has been a while. Um, I dropped a little New Year's message at the beginning of the year, um, or maybe it was the end of the year. I can't remember. Um, but either way, uh, life has been really busy. I have not been here talking with you guys for so long, and um, yeah, it's just been a lot. And I know I feel like I always say that, but life is a lot. Like a lot of things are always happening. Things are always changing, moving in directions uh, anticipated and also unexpected all at the same time. So I guess this episode, I just want to, I don't know, just kind of (laughs) purge some thoughts, share a little bit about what's going on, uh, where I am in life, what's coming, and we'll just see how that goes. So today we're just going to, you know, shoot the shit. Hey guys, it's Teddy Renee, and I was just coming to give you some information on the Pay Black Women campaign. Pay Black Women is a campaign that I'm launching this year in hopes of bringing more awareness to the Black women pay disparity. Yes, the wage gap. Some of you may or may not have heard of Black Women Equal Pay Day, which for the last few years has happened in August. This day signifies the number of days or the last day that a black woman would have to work in order to make the same amount of money as her male counterpart. Here's the kicker, not for the current year, but for the previous year. What does that mean? In 2020, Black Woman Equal Pay Day was on August 22nd. That means that if Bob, a white male, worked from January 1st until December 31st of 2019, in order for Tina, the black woman, to make the same amount of money that Bob made, she would have to work from January 1st of 2019 all the way until August 22nd of 2020. That is a whole additional eight months. That's ridiculous. Black Women Equal Pay Day is supposed to become closer and closer to December 31st. But from what I have seen, the week leading up to Black Women Equal Pay Day and the week following is the extent to which the majority of people actually care about the Black woman wage disparity. So Pay Black Women is a t-shirt campaign for us to bring awareness to this wage disparity by purchasing the official Pay Black Women t-shirt or hoodie, you are helping the collective to sponsor a Black woman, to sponsor resources for her, to sponsor personal coaches, to help her with financial plans, business mapping and outlines, and anything else that she could use in her life. Because the collective connects Black women with coaches, experts, and consultants to help them address their unique combination of life's challenges. Those life challenges could be the difference between making ends meet, making them overlap, and making it rain. Sorry, guys, I had to. (laughs) So please support Pay Black Women campaign by going to payblackwomen.shop and purchasing your official Pay Black Woman t-shirt today. Thanks, guys. 
So I named this season, Are You Ready? And at the time it was because I was in the space of a lot of people and being presented with this common theme of people asking for help, looking for tools, asking for resources, but not showing up and doing the work. And at the time, I thought that this season was going to be just me sharing all of this knowledge and all of these things that I've learned through my own experiences that I've overcome, you know, and just telling my story of triumph. And boy, oh boy, <laughs> I could not have been any more wrong. And here's why, right? Because at the same time, while I'm asking, you know, you all, are you ready? I myself did not realize that I was not. <laughs> and there are so many things that have happened this year so far. So let's just... um I guess we'll start with like, I don't want to go month by month. We'll just start at the top though. But, um, so I have moved, uh, the children and I are no longer renting our home and that whole ordeal of moving out. I am finally wrapping it up, wrapping it up. Um, you know how property management companies and rental companies and some very shysty landlords will try to dick you out of your deposit, a security deposit, and find every single thing wrong with the place after you left. And oh my God, oh my God, you know, you gotta pay for new carpets, you gotta pay for the smudges on the wall, no matter how much you clean it, unless you have a receipt from a cleaning company, like they're gonna claim that it wasn't clean enough, blah, 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 blah. Even if you received the home or moved in in less than ideal conditions. So, dealing with that and just realized, well, made the decision today that, you know, I am so tired of fighting people and things and companies and just, just fighting, you know, when I have the means to just let other people win, you know, it's not a loss for me. So, so many amazing things are happening right now for me. Like I can't wait to get into all of that, but it's like there, there comes a point in life where you have to just you know look at the situation and see that worst case scenario you are still blessed right worst case scenario is still an amazing outcome so it's like do I go through the trouble and the hassle and possibly uh, make a less than a less desirable outcome or do I just you know take it on the chin and just not fight this battle. So I've chosen not to fight this battle in the way that I originally expect, uh, planned to, and to just, you know, <laughs> thank God for my blessings, except that, you know, I already won <laughs> and move on. So that is what I'm going to do. So I'll be wrapping that up this week. So excited to put that chapter behind me and moving on to new bigger, better, more lucrative and amazing things that are far more in line with my goals and the direction I want to take my life. So there's that. So that's exciting. That's happening. Um, so we moved out for a couple of reasons. Um, one, you guys know, um, a part of my story was that my credit has been trashed pretty much my whole life other than the what first year that I had a credit card. And after that, it just kind of sh shot the shit. I never really needed credit, never understood it. 
um, didn't want to, <laughs> you know, understand it or need it. I thought credit was for rich people. And, you know, until a few years ago, if you know my story, if you've been following me for a while, a lot of things that are just basic financial good help, uh, good help, uh, housekeeping, you know, good financial health, I thought were were things that were out of my reach. They were unobtainable for me and my family and people around me because of just the way I grew up and the way that, you know, bill collectors were always a thing or, you know, just not having, like always having to um, live in the places that we live was always a thing. So it was just like, you know, I had a, a pretty good childhood and I just thought that was the way that it was only to get older and find out that there's so much more and the possibilities are endless and that it was within my grasp. Like I just had to grab it. So credit was one of those things. So through everything that's been happening through a custody case and court, even with getting the better job a couple of years ago, even with increasing my salary, like you still have to repair the past before you move forward. And um, being in a rental that was just at the line of my means, not above my means, but you know, teetering and bordering on above my means, um, even though my means had increased, was not helping me to repair the past. So long story short, I am still in credit repair to get my credit to a place in a space where I am able to buy a home for me and the kids. So that's another part of the reason why we moved out. Um, we were, I was not willing to renew my lease and pay the extra money <laughs> to stay in that home and further uh, remove myself from my financial goals and my goal to purchase a home and to repair my credit and fix all of those issues and things I had in the past. So we moved in with some family and it has actually been a really good and amazing experience. Um, very different and very good way from the last time I moved in with family. Um, super grateful that there is family to, to move in, that there is space for us. Hella, hella grateful that when this is all done, uh, not only will I have repaired like my credit from like outside sources, but I'll also have paid back friends and family who, from whom I'd borrow money from. Um, I'll have a head start on uh, savings goals and I'll still be able to travel and maintain the lifestyle that I would like to have in moderation for me and the kids while we are looking to purchase a home so all of that is amazing it's great I'm happy I'm blessed I'm grateful and I just I can't stop saying that because it's like it could have been so much worse and I, I've been in worse positions and I'm just very happy that I'm not there anymore. Um, what else has been happening? So fixing my credit, it's already, you know, increased significantly since we've been here. We've only been here for a little over a month now. Um, actually, yeah, about a month now. Um, what else is happening? B-Girl just had her birthday. Um, she got her hair uh, first blowout. She was so excited if you follow me on instagram you saw the pictures and she was swinging inches okay inches love it um her hair is no longer blown out <laughs> um i am still waiting for her to come home from her dad's house so i can see exactly what the damage is but yes i, I believe that we'll be cornrowing it back up this week 
and moving on with our lives. But it was nice while it lasted and she really enjoyed it. Um, let's see what else is happening. Um, the kids are going back to school, not my kids, <laughs> but the kids are going back to school. They are reopening schools and outside and businesses and people are getting vaccinated. Uh, I have to do a little more research because I started my vaccinations. I got my first dose and then with the move and the weather and all types of things, I was unable to get my second dose within the allotted time. Um, and I'm about six and a half, seven weeks out from my first dose. So now I have to find out what the protocol is, if I should still be working on getting the second dose or if I should just be starting over and then trying to figure out whether or not um, insurance is going to cover that first dose twice. You know, if anyone has those answers, email me, you know, a link, a resource somewhere with the answers so I can take a look. But that's what I'm doing. I'm excited to get the vaccine. Can't wait. Uh, excited for everyone else to get the vaccine and just excited that we are slowly but surely gradually getting back to some um, social interactions in public spaces and what else is happening what daylight savings happened today so I'm up but I'm starting to get like realizing that my sleep schedule is going to be all jacked up <laughs> for a while now, trying to readjust. Um, yeah, man, it's just been a lot. But I, this weekend definitely reminded me of just how much work you still have to do, no matter how much you achieve or how much success you have or how many goals you reach, right? Like there's always those same repeating patterns in your life that if you don't address them, and grow through them then they'll always be there and they'll continue to come back so you know a couple years ago out of necessity and and decision decided to change careers um got a career in tech but the same type of like lack of self-discipline trying to study for exams and learn new skills and gather all this information, you know, distractions were a reason I procrastinated on those things. Um, not showing up and studying every day or not sticking to the schedule that I set for myself were the reasons why it took me, even though it may seem like it didn't take that long, it still took me some time to get to where I eventually did get to. But just thinking about that and how I could have been making more money sooner had I had more strict, stronger self-discipline, had I not let the things that I wanted get in the way of the things that I needed to do. And this is a lesson, and this is something that I am trying to teach my children so it's not as hard for them when they get older to do the things that they say they want to do, even when the things they really wanna do are present and available to them. It's like, you know, it's hard to teach them that when I'm still learning that myself. And um, it came up 
in my mind this weekend because I am studying for additional certifications and the next step in phase of my career. And then also, you know, like this weight loss journey, like it used to be really easy for me to just get up, go to the gym, eat right, eat when I'm supposed to take my supplement. Well, maybe not take my supplements because I never have been a supplement girl. (laughs) Um, But like I used to juice and I used to run and used to walk and I used to go to the gym religiously with or without a trainer. I used to, you know, make sure that I got my workouts in and I did my lunges and even if something was hurting or it was just so painful or I felt like I couldn't finish it, I still pushed through and I finished it. And it's just like, how do you tap back into that mentality of by any means necessary, this is going to get done because I said this is what I was going to do when you have had years of history and experience that has changed you in a sense of even when you do what you say you're going to do even when you do right you still sometimes get the short end of the stick how do you retrain your brain to to know and understand you know that even if things don't turn out the way that you expect them by doing these things you're going to do them anyway simply because you said that you would it it is hard it is very hard and It's not something that is going to come to me overnight. It's not something that is going to, even once I get it down packed, it's not something that's just going to innately just be with me forever. Clearly, that's not the case because I've had it. I've lost it. I've had it again. I've lost it again. So it's like, it's just not something that you can just achieve one time and then let it go. You have to actively work at it. You have to consistently push yourself. And that is the part that I am relearning. So when I asked everyone, are you ready? I didn't realize that I was not ready. I made the assumption that I was ready before and therefore I was ready today. And that is not true. (laughs) I am getting ready. I am more ready today than I was yesterday for all of these things, right? For all of the the career changes and the home changes and the financial changes and the business changes. Oh my goodness, I am so ready for the business changes, but I am taking my time. I am planning, I am plotting, I am strategizing, I am taking it step by step the same way that I have taken every other goal, every other thing that I wanted to achieve. One day at a time, one step at a time, one move at a time. And, you know, yes, some things can be done in parallel, but we are still driving towards it in a in a one at a time type of way. So once we get these first couple of things out of the way, the plans I have for Perfinal University, the plans I have for the collective will absolutely be able to go into effect. And I just cannot wait. Like it's it's an amazing feeling when you are when you know that this is the time that you are working towards all of the things all of the things that you said that you want all of the things that you've prayed for all of the things that you have set intentions for all of the things that you know that you deserve like they are on the way and it's like i can feel it i can feel it (laughs) i can touch it i can I'm, i'm living it right like i can the same joy of having it is what I feel daily and 
it is interesting <laughs> because of everything that I've had to lose in order to get here. I have lost um, family, you know, I've lost friends. I've lost my best, best friends in, in the whole wide world. And it's like, it really sucks that those people can't be with me on this journey and they can't see this and experience this and, you know, be here and cheer me on and finally see the fruits of my labor come to fruition. But, you know, it's like, if they were here, would I be able to say these things? Would I still be in this position? A very, very close friend of mine is going through something very heartbreaking. And when speaking about it with someone very close to both of us, you know, I realized that it's like the universe really does have some very sick and fucked up ways about it when it comes to the things that it takes from us in order to provide the things that we desire. And it kind of reminds me of how people always say, oh, when people get super, super successful, they must be a part of the Illuminati because somebody really close to them always dies, right? And it's just kind of like with great, with greatness comes great sacrifice. And in that same Illuminati sense, it's like the sacrifice is the relationship or the person closest to these you know, celebrities or whoever, let's just say celebrities. And in return for that sacrifice, they get fame, fortune, and all of their wishes and dreams come true. But they have to go through it without some of their biggest supporters and their rocks and just those people who are just solid and will be there for them. Um, similar feeling, right, is what I'm going through now. It's like some of my best friends, the people closest to me, the most loyal people in my life, the people who have, even when they let me down, never let me, left me alone. Like they're not here with me. And it just goes to show it's like, you can have any and everything that you want, but what is it that you are willing to do for it? And what are you willing to sacrifice for it? That there's an, a saying, I'm sure some of you guys have probably heard, which is absolutely contradictory to the, this, this thought, right? It says, um, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And it's like, how can I go far together with people when every time I get to a place where we are beyond where we've been, where I'm beyond where I've been before, I lose people, right? Those people, I can't go. And I thought about this a lot today and realize it's kind of like a slingshot method. Uh, I told you my thoughts were all over the place today, <laughs> but it's kind of like a slingshot method, right? Thinking about like roller derby, when you are skating or just from what I've seen and you're trying to, there's also an Olympic sport or something too, when they're like skating or ski or something and you take a person who's in front, they reach behind them and they, yank and pull the person behind them in front of them, right? Like a slingshot. And that person continues all the way around or all the way up, whatever the road, the track, whatever the medium is, and to the next person who does the same thing. 
and they reach forward and the person behind them grabs them and slings them in front of them. And then the next person grabs them and slings them in front of them. So it's like, here we are in this place where I am going further than I've ever gone before. I'm making these connections and building these relationships with people who help to teach me things that I need. They help to groom me. They help to prepare me. They help to mold and shape me into the woman who is ready and is deserving of the things that I want in the next phase and the next season of life. But they can't come with me. <laughs> they just have to pass me on to the next person, to the next relationship, to the next situation, to the next job, to the next role, to the next step, to the next phase. And they stay where they are and continue their journey. And this just keeps happening and keeps happening and keeps happening. And for someone like me, who is always open, willing, and ready to help people, it I have for a long time, I guess, misunderstood that those people not coming with me and those relationships having to be left alone. I have historically misunderstood that as people abandoning me or not wanting to be a part of my life for whatever reason. I've never given it a reason. It's just that is the pattern. And now I have this different perspective <laughs> that makes me smile that the sacrifice of people who have built these genuine relationships with me, the sacrifice of helping me get to my next level and not being able to come with me is something that I am very grateful and appreciative of. And I don't know where, when, how, or why <laughs> this perspective came from, but I am so happy for it because it helps me to see and to, to what I already know, right? It helps me to recognize what I already know in times where traditionally I would have been sad and angry and hurt. And that is that, one, God never <laughs> takes anything or anyone from you that is better than what's in front of you. Um, number two, it helps me to see and understand that by any means necessary, by you know every avenue, every resource, I will be prepared for my next level, for my next step before getting into it. And then also that these people and relationships in my life do not dictate my joy or my happiness. They do not keep me from smiling. They do not keep me from hurt. They don't, they, they're there to help me and that's it. And when the season is over, we move on. <laughs> when time is up, it's over. When the relationship has done its purpose, that's then so be it. It's time to move on. And it's a very difficult thing to learn, but uh, I am learning and actually somewhat enjoying <laughs> loving and caring for people from a space of detachment. And it's something that I used to get shamed for doing when I was younger. I, I have so many old friends and I have, I've had so many people tell me, oh, you just throw people away. Oh, when you're done with people, you just move on. Oh, it's nothing when you lose people. Like I, I could lose someone or something or a relationship, a friendship, 
um, fallout with a family member and think nothing of it. You know, it's like, it is what it is. We had a disagreement. Unfortunately, it came to this and that's it. They just can't be a part of my life in that way anymore. And I can't be a part of theirs. And that was it. And the, the, the comments and the judgment I got from that, I think has kept me from actually being able to be in relationships and to love people from this place of detachment. And the universe is definitely reteaching me that, that at the end of the day, you know, when it's all over in the end, there will only be me and God and everything that I have done while I was here will influence and inform the conversation that we had. But everyone and everything you here on this earth are absolutely used to help me to fulfill my purpose. And while they may not be able to go with me everywhere, while they may not join me for multiple seasons, some of them may join me for a bunch of seasons and then eventually drop off. But at the end of the day, when the purposes, our purposes have been complete, you know, of the purpose of our relationship, I have been doing a lot better at accepting and letting it go. That is something that I never thought that I would say. So when I say, are you ready, Teddy? Are you ready? Are you really ready <laughs> for all of this that is coming? And my answer is no, I am not, but I will be. And that I can say confidently that I can say as a matter of fact, because I know that there is nothing that I will ever face that I will not be able to conquer because there is nothing that I have ever lost. There is no one that I have ever lost. There is nothing that I have ever missed that was better than what I had in front of me. Nothing. And that sucks um, to hear or to say to an extent because I've lost some very important people and very important relationships. I still mourn a lot of the relationships and the people that I lost. Yes, I still miss them from time to time, but at the end of the day, I can see why it had to be that way. And, you know, that brings me peace. <laughs> so anyway, so that was a lot. <laughs> and um, told you guys we're just shooting the shit today, just sharing what's on my mind. I, I'm going to end this episode here. Next episode, though, we are going to talk about um, some of the changes and things going on in my career, some of the things going on in industry, some of the things going on um, in the world, right? So we got stimulus checks on the way, STEMI number three. Um, we got taxes being filed. People are rolling the dough. And I'm very curious to see how people are going to treat this year, this tax season and their refunds and, you know, even this third stimulus check after everything we've all been through. It's like the first one we got cool. We already knew a lot of people were going to be using it for their bills and to stay afloat. The second one, I feel like there were a lot of people who still needed it for the same purpose, but then there were some people who got to stretch and flex just a little bit more. So now for those who kind of flexed or spent it not as wisely the first or the second or both times, I'm very interested to see if this third time will be the one where they're like, all right, let me finally get my shit together. And I want to know what people are doing with their stimulus checks. I had a brief interview, um, 
I can't remember what publication, but she wanted to know what people were doing with their stimulus checks. And I told her, and I I would like to see that uh, for the second and the third one. So I want to come back and talk about careers and just some of the financial decisions and choices and how I am fixing and repairing my financial past and my financial mistakes, what I'm doing to learn um, more and to be better with my money and my future and to actually have a net worth in a positive, <laughs> a positive net worth, um, how I am considering and thinking about pursuing assets and, you know, just all of those things as well. So thank you guys for rocking with me today and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. <laughs>